Hey, this is Commander Who Got Podcast, episode 134. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan Dipper. Continue the arc of beating wholesale ass in Vegas by looking at Brando's decks now. In our theme song! Fuck! <laughs> I that last part. I'll do that last bit again. Shit. Hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What's going down? Whole ton is going down. We're going to continue our odyssey as we wa- march towards MF in Vegas. We're going to talk about some of the stuff that I plan to bring and all the things that kind of go around that. Before that, we have to thank our official sponsor, FaceToFaceGames.com. They're Canada's biggest magic store. And we are working with FaceToFaceGames.com for a few new surprises. I'll leave it at that. I love surprises. Yes. We mentioned it on the pre-show. Oh, by the way... I had something in my tooth until just now. Gross. You didn't see it? No. Do you think the pre-show saw it? Probably. Dang it. It's on the internet, dude. People on the internet, they see everything. Like that coffee cup in Game of Thrones and everybody was losing their minds. Uh, Even when I was looking for it, I was like, what the fuck? How did you even see that shit? You mean, you mean, you watched Game of Thrones? No, I just watched that one scene. Okay, yeah, me too. Yeah, I just wanted to see that one like part. I've seen the first episode. Me too. And I was like, nah, I don't want to watch this anymore. Uh, I was just like, I'll watch Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I just I don't just didn't do anything for me. Didn't do anything for me. That's that's fair if you like Game of Thrones. Yeah. Good on you. We're not HBOCO podcast though. HBOCO. <laughs> <laughs> Got there. We are a Magic the Gathering podcast. We talk about Magic the Gathering things, including but not limited to our extra life. Rotisserie draft that we're going to be attending in MF in Vegas. Yeah, I am actually pumped. We we talked about that on the pre-show too. Go figure. My deck is rounding into shape nicely. Yeah, mine is. Uh, Yours looks like a unmulled yeah. lump of dirt. Oh, yeah. if you ever take like a like a potato, like you mash up a potato and just like drop it on the floor, that's what mine looks like. Excellent. And I'm like the one of the lowest in budget too. Oh I've just yeah. Been like, and the group chat was beaking you. Hey, oh yeah, good luck, Brad. You still got thirty picks. You only have forty dollars left to spend in the budget. And you're like, girl. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. You guys have no idea <laughs> how jank shit we play. Oh man, have you like if you ever listened to the show? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, yeah. man. We can get there. I will get there, and it's going to be at least fun. It's going to be a good time. Oh, I'm really yeah. excited about I've it. I've had a ton of fun. I haven't been that active in the group chat other than like throwing out a trash talk or trying to figure something out <laughs> that I just like didn't read or listen to the first time. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, I, I, I read the rules, and then I just assumed I remembered them all, and I've just been picking cards when it's my turn. Yeah. And then I, when somebody yeah, says I, I can a, do that's something. A, that's a good strategy. Yeah, like Amy Motzeberger like, gave me a card, and A.A. Ron Carrarar gave me a card, and I was like, okay, sweet. Yeah, and I I had to tell you that you I, get a card. Yeah, <laughs> I understand that. So I, I did that, and it, it's been it's been going good. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, so I, at the time of draft, wait. we're at what, like 20? I think we have 30 picks left at the time of this recording, which is on two Wednesday. Tuesday? Another Wednesday. It's another Wednesday recording. The weekends are crazy leading up to MF in Vegas. So we're. I'm, I'm pulling up the spreadsheet right now. I have. Hey, wait a second. Did somebody skip me? No, uh, one guy used one of those like cheat codes or whatever so that they could pick something before anybody else did. Oh, oh, and that's why they were like, oh, and that's why it was all like, oh, yeah, you stole that pick. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. F that guy. Dan yeah. Krause used yeah, his, uh, what do we call it, a cheater pick? 
That's cheat code? That's what I call it. Okay, I don't know yeah, what, yeah. I don't okay. know what the hell yeah, yeah. these things well, are. Well, F, F Dan Kroos and Ginger Joe and Dana Roach and Max Crandall. Especially, especially Max, Max Crandall. <laughs> F Zach and Ryan for Commander Social. And you know what? You know, F you. F you, F. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I was specifically talking to you. Me? Y- yes. Oh, I was saying it to everybody. Just well, yeah, we'll F them too. Bring them all in. But if that's the game we're going to play, Ryan, I'm going to take the high road and say I hope you do very well. Oh, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to scumbag you later. Very excellent. Yeah. I wouldn't expect anything less. <laughs> Speaking of scumbags, how about we do some new Patreon announcements? That is a the segue. That is I just like it. the segest of way. Yeah. So we had a returning patron, James Forrester. I don't remember if he had a nickname. Something about a Subaru Forrester, maybe. Something about being, something about his Outback. You know the Subaru Forester, yeah, the Outback? Don't Google his Outback. We can just go Jimmy's Outback. Jimmy's Outback. What's he doing? I don't know. Don't Google it. Yeah. he's His Outback is Outback, all right. Yeah. couple increased pledges as well. Tyler Coates increased his pledge. Uh, man, we suck at remembering nicknames. I think he had something to do with uh, the guy from Sons of Anarchy that everybody around here is super hard for, but not us. Kim Coates. Could be. Yeah. Pseudo-celebrity, Tyler Coates, his brother is yeah. another pseudo-celebrity? I think so, yeah. Uh, okay, well, you know what's funny is we say we're going to remember these. We use them to remember. But instead, I've just been using their real names. Confession. Damn, I use the nicknames for everybody. <laughs> Excellent. Well, yeah. another increased pledge, Amy Matzaberger. Oh, thanks, Amy. Yeah, she very much is an increased pledge, and that very much is her Patreon nickname. That's 100%, I assume, her real name at this point. Yes, very much so. Yes. And 100% my favorite burger when I'm hung out, hung out, hung over. <laughs> the matzah burger from A&W. Huh. I said this before on the cast when, when we gave her her nickname. I'm not sure if it's the best burger in the world because I haven't tried all of the burgers. 100% it's not. Well, I mean, I wouldn't put it past it that it is. I definitely would. Have you ever had, have you ever almost thrown up in the entrance of an A&W because it smelt like cheese? Yeah. After you threw up in the parking lot of Shoppers Drug Mart because you had like the worst hangover and it's like 35 degrees on August? See, it's become too specific. But have I ever almost thrown up in the entryway of an A&W? Yes. Don't make this about you. (laughs) Did it ever take you two hours to eat a small thing of fries when a matzo burger was just staring at you and you were too sick to eat it? You're asking me if it took me two hours to eat something? Did Yeah, you eat slow. I'm still eating my lunch from today, man. Have you ever gone back to the same shopper's drug mart that you puked in the parking lot in and bought an entire box of ice cream sandwiches and eaten the whole box in one day because you were so hungover? No. Yeah, me neither. I'm glad you said no. <laughs> <laughs> I've eaten whole boxes of ice cream sandwiches in one day, but that's... Oh, yeah. yeah. It's so good. Because I'm a grown-up and I can do what I want. New patron shout-outs. New patron yeah, shout-outs. Yeah, we are not a cure-from-your-hangover cookout podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Got this. Nick Cooper. I feel like there's a hooper... Or a pooper. Nick Hooper Pooper Scooper. I'll probably remember that one. We did that. Yeah, I that's got good. There, got I like there. that, yeah. Okay, this this one, you have to give this guy a last name because he's got two first names. Ooh, I love giving away names. New patron, shout out to John Adams. That's definitely two first names. That's definitely very plain. Yeah, that's not trustworthy. So how about uh, John Adams Chekabanenkov? Whoa. I want to see him put that as his CCO podcast Discord name. 
Because lots of people do that. I like that. I like when those happen. Like, I liked when I give somebody, or when we, I should say, give somebody a nickname on the show, and then in Discord, that person pops up. That makes me really happy. Yeah. He's going to have to listen to that like 10 times to get the spelling remotely close. Yeah, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Very smart. He's so. a smart guy. He listens to CCO Podcast. Okay. Last shout out. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna say it how he said it. Uh, he sent me a message on... On like he sent me an email on how to say his name. I don't care what a, the message said about saying his name. We're gonna give him a new name anyway. Uh sure. <laughs> I want to say it's Keel 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 Rudnisky Rudnisky Rudnisky. How about we go with this? Kill Rudnisa guy. Kill Rudnisa guy. Yeah. That's close. Yeah. A couple extra consonants. That's fine. We had uh, another name and it's good. Kill Rude Nisa because she used to be a racist. Yeah. And you should always stand up against racists. We're taking a stance. We sure are. No racism here in CCO Nation. Mind you, you know what? I haven't read any of like the Zendikar story, but Nisa used to be racist apparently, and now she's not. It's like they just retconned her like life. Is that a thing? Like I get retconning, but like somebody's whole life? Really? Do you just do you just stop being racist? I assume so. I assume there are people who were once racist and who are no longer racist. And good on those people for enlightening themselves and uh, joining the the regulars in society. Yeah. You have to believe that people can change or we're doomed. Well, we're probably doomed anyways. (laughs) No way. We're going to save the world, Ryan. I say that all the time about the podcast. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The people here in CCO Nation, we're going to save the world someday. Oh, you were on the radio the other day and you gave me a shout out. I did. And the podcast a shout out. I even right said, on live rock radio. I even said dot com. You did. <laughs> Commandercooker.com. I wonder just, if we got any hits off of just should, randoms out in the fucking neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you we did. You should have saw Gary the Gary's face. He was just like, Why did you say it like that? It's like at the end of the thing, it's like, that's my cartoon cop voice. <laughs> that's so excellent. Like, What's wrong with you? Have you never heard that? Come on. That's good. Oh man, that's excellent. So Anyway, if you want to get a shout-out by us, like Brando gave me a shout-out on Real Live Rock Radio, or a funny nickname, or some terrible, bad butchery of your name. Yeah, I don't know why people want them, but we sure enjoy doing them. I I think that that isn't really what counts, but people enjoy getting them, and that is actually what counts. Very much so. Patreon.com slash CCO Podcast. You can become part of our Discord there as well, like we mentioned, and part of the pre-show, like we also mentioned. And I think it's just a lot of fun. It's a good time. Yeah, we're 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 a good community to be a part of. I'm discovering. I knew that before, but like the more I kind of engage with people, the more I'm really happy that we have such a cool group of people around us. Yeah, very much. All podcasts say that they have the best audience, but they're liars and we're not. Yeah, we're actually not because not only do we have a great audience, but like they're they've become our friends. We're staying with them in like Magic Fest and Lots of people, and you don't have to, but lots of people donate stuff to the show for either giveaways or YouTube, like box openings and stuff. It's just, it, it makes it fun for us. It makes it enjoyable. It makes it easier for us, right? 100% of the people who I've met in real life who listen to the show are now either good acquaintances or my friends. And that's really cool. Yep. Very much and so. Nobody's ever come to me and like, oh, you're Brando from CCO Podcast. Fuck you, man. Nobody's ever said that to me. Well, uh, yeah, actually, everybody says that. Well, yeah, but not. they don't mean it like that. They mean it Yeah, we wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. <laughs> if you're brando. Yeah. He just thing. rides away. Yeah. So 
we're talking about Vegas. Vegas. This is the arc of beating wholesale ass in Vegas. Which is what we're going to do in Vegas. Yeah. Ooh, pop date on what we're doing in Vegas. Who? Uh, we will both be attending the Commander Lighthouse. Yes, that is the Commander exclusive area. Yep. So we'll both be in there for whenever we're in there. I have got a Commander Fanatic package so that I can play in the daily events or lots of random games with you. Oh, God damn it. Should else. I just buy one now? I'm not going to tell you what to do with your life, Ryan. Uh, if you want to go to the exclusive Commander Party... That's on Friday? That's on the Friday, right? Sure. Uh, Ryan will be at that. It was sold out for me when I went to buy tickets for oh. the second time. Really? So, yeah. Like, I've tried to buy twice, and they've been sold out both times. And you bought your ticket in between it being sold out for me. So maybe they just have my DCI number flagged, and they just don't <laughs> want me there. I don't know. This guy showed us nuts the last time he was here. He threatened to slap somebody. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, s- sir, it was Max Crendel. Oh, okay. Unflag him. Yeah, get get him get him in here. Get buy him, him in a, here now. He, he's free entry. Yeah, buy him a drink. <laughs> get him all the commander decks. <laughs> Put him in a big sack with a bunch of rocks. <laughs> okay, excellent. Well, we'll both be there. We'll both be in the. What did you call it? Commander Lighthouse? Commander Lighthouse. Co- co- the lighthouse is like the homeless shelter downtown in Saskatoon. <laughs> I guess it's downtown. We know. Yeah, yeah. So we'll be there, but we'll both be in Gen Pop, as I've been calling it. Like Absolutely. Like the regular whatever. Lighthouse, Gen Pop, it's basically the same thing. Yeah. We are going to be jamming games, looking at vendors. We're going to be, I'll be at the party. I'll probably be drinking. I don't know. Just, I have a feeling. Yeah. I mean, I mean, now that I have a Friday night free also, I mean, maybe I'll be somewhere drinking too. Who knows? Yeah. We've got a wedding on Friday too, right? Who can say what we're going to get up to? So I very much want to see every member of CCO Nation at the wedding. If you've got a t-shirt, wear it to the wedding Friday at noon, right at the event center. We've been graciously invited. I, I'm going to say we've been graciously invited, so we should make sure that we all show up in our Friday best or at least something that does not have a spaghetti stain on it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe a tie. Could I wear an orange tie? You, you can't wear a tie without a collared shirt, and I know you're going to be wearing a CCO shirt. That's true. Yeah. Was, what about a pin-on tie? What if you just wear a tie? I'm not comfortable with that. I have body issues. <laughs> That's why I'm wearing my fat shirt today. I didn't notice. <laughs> okay. We keep claiming that we're a Magic the Gathering podcast. We keep saying it. Specifically about Commandy. Yes. Should we talk about some Commandies? Sure. I guess. I mean, sure. whatever. Yeah, I guess so we can. So last week, we talked about all of your decks, and do you still plan to bring everything like in a box and then pick and choose what you're going to bring each day? Is it still like, <laughs> is it what you're thinking? Like, sort of, you know, um, I'm taking a deck apart, and I know, I know this is a little bit about your decks. I asked you the question, man. Yes, because I'm gonna be down a deck, and I think you'll like this. I'm thinking about taking apart Vivictus Asmati. I screw that deck, and I want to build something far more degenerate. Were you there during that Windgrace game? Because I have Vivictus's money just in my Windgrace deck. And I Ooh. played Vivictus, and it just blew the whole game out. Oh, yeah. He warps the game. Oh, like holy he shit. He is just, you're playing in a different dimension as soon as he hits the table, right? Yeah, man. It's crazy. Because everybody's either scared of him or, like... They can't kill him, so they just eat a big bag of dicks. Vivictus is great. I want to take him apart. I want to 
I want to build a another Rakdos deck with the new Commander 19. Um, discard a card if it has Madness on Tapper. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, maybe we'll talk about Maybe, Maybe, maybe we have a Commander 19 set review coming up. Maybe. I don't want to promise anything. Me neither. Yeah, so maybe we'll see how it goes. Maybe it's a good idea to do it so people can be prepared on uh, what they can expect in Vegas if they're going to be playing with the C19 decks. Maybe. 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 I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to put ourselves too far out there, Ryan. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm thinking about bringing my decks. What are you thinking about doing? Now, the reason I ask that is I have like less travel space, and I'm quasi uncomfortable bringing my whole like set of decks with me. So I think I'm going to do the four like I usually do, plus the Horde of Notions deck that I'm doing for the draft. Four like you usually do for EDH and M. For EDH and M. Yeah, and then. The one that's kind of off to the side that's going to get played like one time. And like then... you'll probably pack like a suitcase and then you'll have your, your event bag in it. Yeah. And then you'll have your rotisserie draft deck like just by itself. You'll just swap it out the day we're going to do that or whatever. Yeah. That's the plan. Okay. So I actually do sort of need help, I guess, picking. I don't know if that's a... Because like we talked last week about the like tiers of decks, right? There's like your kind of CDH, yeah. then there's your powerful fun, and then there's your like kind of just jank. I just kind of did diddling around. Yeah, and and specifically specifically we talked about bringing three or four decks for a day of magic, a janky one, a tuned powerful one, and then like a, a well, let's call it a competitive one. Sure. Even if it's not CEDH, air quotes, right? Yeah. Um, that way you can play with whatever group that kind of wants to jam, right? Um, you can okay. always kind of get in there. And then you bring, I, I always bring two of the level that I figure I'm going to run into the most. So I bring two kind of tuned powerful ones just because I feel like I'm going to play the most of those games. Yeah, where people actually want to sit down and play a game of magic that isn't like herp derp. Yeah, it's eyeballs like, pointing in different directions, right? Exactly, that's where we are. So here's a quick rundown of what I have currently built. I have eleven decks. Ooh, Both, still elevensies? I, I still have elevensies. So I have Lord Windgrace, but based on the right hand turn that my draft deck took, I don't think Windgrace is going to come because I'm going to need a the Windgrace <laughs> and b like the whole asshole beating package from that deck in my draft deck. So he's kind of off the table, unfortunately. Which is because I really like playing him. Yeah, he's a lot of fun. And then I've got a uh, Herding Kurtzbrut coin flip deck. I don't. I still don't know the names of those guys. I want to say Zinder Split and Okum. That sounds about right. Yeah, so sort of. It's a coin flippy gimmick deck. And then I have a new deck. It's like a F your hand tribal zombie Liliana deck. Mono okay. black. Okay. Mono black. I like that. I got uh, Stax Traxa. Yeah. So okay. That's, uh-huh. I got uh, Norn the Wary. Everybody knows Norn the Wary. We know that that one's coming already, Yeah, right? he's he's going. He's so I, coming. I only he's already help, in the bag. I only need help picking three decks, because Norn is obviously coming with me. I have Hirobi 2, Hyper Hirobi, which is the like updated list of Hirobi that we did on our very first show of episode uh, episode one of Commander Cuckoo Podcast. You updated it. I've updated it slightly. It's still the same kind of deal, though. Okay. There's been lots of targeted things <laughs> since yeah. we've been 134 weeks. Uh, then I got Om- Angry Omnath. I've got Tana the Butt Sower. I got my Cat Tribal Deck, Cranko Goblins, and Sliver Queen. That's all of them. Yep. You said you have eleven. That is eleven. Is it? I think that was eleven. I don't know. That's yeah, eleven. Sure. So we're, we we got to pick three of them. Yeah. And Crank or sorry, um, Norin is like your 
show up tuned, like actually really good, can probably hang with like pretty good decks because you can draw the Staxi package, right, and just kind of turn people's decks off. Yeah. Or you could draw the um, pretty fast, get a bunch of creatures with a whole bunch of ETB damage triggers and just like kill everybody, right? Yeah, blowing people out because they can't use life for resource anymore. You just kill them. Yeah. Norn is a very powerful deck when things go my way. Okay, so then you need maybe another one or two good ones. Sure. What are your other good ones? My other good ones would probably be like Hirobi, Omnath, maybe Tana, Kranko for sure. Yeah, your Kranko one is good. You know what I feel of Kranko? In a random meta, Kranko kind of has like that pub stomp aura about him where it's like, uh-oh, Kranko. Everybody That's, knows yeah. how fast he is, how much red mana, like how much artifact mana red can make. Are you playing Duretti too? Like, and it's like, then you just get stomped or you just bend over. As soon as you got like three goblins on the battlefield, Wrath of God, I don't want you to play Kranko next turn. Right? Yeah. Right? Or they'll just save up on removal to get Kranko and then all of a sudden he costs like 14 mana. Yeah, you're not going to get there in Krenko, especially my Krenko. Yeah, and that that is the that I think is the baseline for playing out in the wild with Krenko. I would advise against it if you want to have like a real Krenko goblin experience. Sure. So let's let's remove it. Plus, that's two mono red decks. Oh yeah. Balls uh, yeah, yeah. So let's get that out of there. So up next we have, I'd say Tana the Butt Sower is okay. That's my Voltron kill somebody, and in the process of killing somebody with Voltron, I end up with a huge number of guys that I can use to kill the other guys. Okay, but I'll ask you this. Have you considered bringing Omnath? Yes. Because those are two Gruel decks, and you just said you don't want to bring two Mono Red decks. Oh, yeah. All right? So yeah. just just um, the, the logic of eliminating is such that if you would rather bring your Omnath Gruel deck, Tana stays home. Do you think I should bring Omnath? Would you bring Omnath over Tana uh, if you were me? I know that you really like that deck. I think the Omnath deck is a little bit better. So if you did want to sit down with it in a daily and you're lucky enough to sit down in a daily and say, hey, are we just like playing pretty good decks? No CEDH? You could probably hang in that in that group. Yeah. Right? Because Omnath is very powerful, very high top end. And it's like an apple standing on its stem, hey? Where's this got nothing? And then the top is just holy shit. Yes. <laughs> so I think Omnath's a good choice. Okay. This is, you know, what I like this kind of conversation because it really uh, not only does it pull back Brando's curtain, if you know what I'm saying. Don't Google that. It also is like um, kind of an example of the thought process that somebody can go through if they're going to their first MF. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So what else do we got? For so okay, what are we on now? Right now we're sitting on Norin and Omnath. Norin and Omnath. Okay. And then for other kind of in that style of deck, we have Hirobi. I'm not going to count Slivers. I think that Slivers is a little bit. You think Slivers is out of out of line? Uh, I don't know. Like You, think, you know that, what? I, I think that you might run into some Sliver decks because they're a little bit of a new hotness with Modern Horizons coming back out, right? You think that she's tuned enough or too tuned where I could like... Because yeah. sometimes I feel pretty... Pot like somebody at... EDH and M is like, oh, this is my best deck. It's like, okay, I'll play Slivers, and I just blow them out. And that's not because it's the best. It's just because my Sliver deck is it's fucking better than theirs. <laughs> and I'm, that sounds arrogant, but it's... <laughs> I, pl I have all of them, so 
they don't have a queen. They don't have an overlord. They just built a sliver deck out of the Modern Horizons packs that they bought. Like it's it's not yeah. the same. Yeah. You know, I don't think that your sliver deck has a whole ton of interaction in it, and it would really need to fight through other CEDH interaction to uh, to win a CEDH game or what you'll probably run into at a daily event. Like I I don't want to call the daily events CEDH meta, but they almost are. And they're pretty spiky, is that the word? Yeah, unless you specifically sit down and say, hey, I am not playing that type of game. Do you have any decks that aren't that so we could have like a meaningful game? And then you could like sit down and just tell them who you are, right? Yeah. Instead of just like everybody's just flicking their cards and like cracking fetch lines and brainstorming like it's legacy. Yeah. Right? God Which is damn. fine. Yeah. Which is fine. It's fine to do that as long as everybody knows that that's what we're doing. If you're expecting to play CEDH, though, I mean, Sliver Queen is your girl, but then you're going to run into the same problem anyways. So unless you tweak the deck, I don't know if that's the one that you want to bring either. Yeah. Like, if you want to sit down, you have people have signs, and it's like, CEDH here. And you're like, oh, yeah. yeah and you just run to a vendor and buy, like, 15 blue cards for $400. <laughs> yeah, I can play now. <laughs> I guess I can get it on yeah. this. So th that leaves Hirobi. I like Hirobi because a lot of people have never run into it before. It's a little bit off the beaten path, right? Being mono black, not a lot of monos around anymore. Yeah. From Krapagawa. Yep. And like Vivictus Asmati, it warps the game into a different dimension. He's one of my favorite cards all time. It makes it makes magic like a different game. And we're not playing magic anymore. We're playing Hirobi. Yeah. So Hirobi Deathswale... He's a uh, black, black two. Yep. Whenever anything becomes the target of a spell or ability, destroy it. Correct. I is think that, he's a four, four with flying on. Does his that own. include him? Yes, he definitely counts himself. So you definitely can't boots him to make him <laughs> yeah. not die. <laughs> it turns the game into something else. It's unique. It's something that other people won't experience, or will not have experienced. I think you got lots of foils in there. I do, actually. I've been working really hard to, to pimp that one out. That's a cool deck. It's a cool deck. It's something different. Okay. All right. Hold, yeah. What do you think? The, the devil's advocate, the caveat here is if anybody has run into a Hirobi deck, yeah, it's that deck. It's yeah. that deck again for them. Yeah. So yeah, Mine's not that much different than the average one. So, I don't know. I think it's a cool deck just because it's uncommon. Yeah. Okay, sure. So, let's see. We got uh, Omnath, Hirobi, Norin. And then we need something that's a little bit jankier. Is that the that's our our thing? Yeah. Oh, and you know what? You have a new jank deck, also mono black like Hirobi though. Ooh. Dang it! Son of a bitch. Does that leave Zinder Split and Okun? Or cats? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hold on a sec. We got to back this up a lot. You because you got stacks Traxa. I do have stacks Traxa. Not only can you beat with a Traxa, it's a stacks deck which is like actually really good against combo decks. Yeah. Uh so maybe you bring stacks Traxa instead of Hirobi as your control deck, and you bring Zinder Split and Okum for your Jank deck because that deck's fun. Zinder Split and Okum. Yeah. Hell yeah! I get to travel with my big coin. <laughs> I, I have a great big coin that I oh, use whenever yeah. I flip a coin. It's it's fun. You do. Uh, yeah, I feel like we're just back at square one again. I'm sorry. 
Maybe you should just flip your big stupid coin. Yeah, I'll flip my big stupid <laughs> coin to see if Stacks tracks or Hero becomes. I'll put a poll on the Facebook page. Oh, that's CCO a good idea. podcast on Facebook. I'll put the thingy up today, which is Tuesday. Yeah. So it'll be there. Go down, vote for which control deck I should bring, Hirobi or Stax Traxa. Yeah, and I'll there take you go. whichever one CCO Nation says. On to the jank. Yeah, the I want, j- I'm interested in this new jank, and I know that we've got some listeners that have their own, I'm going to call it Liliana Tribal. Sure. I'm going to call it that. Sure. So we're going to go into this one because it's my new deck. It's something I've been testing out. I've got pretty positive responses from everybody that I've played it around oh no i maintain f you no. i said it before and i'm saying it again <laughs> is it because it it wasted you what happened no nah, it's just you i feel like you won that game i don't know you're probably your deck's terrible i don't know <laughs> that's just trash talk <laughs> all right the you know that really felt good i haven't called anything terrible in a good long while i know it, it's very frustrating when something is terrible and i keep saying how terrible it is and then you say no it's not terrible really yeah and the last thing you said was terrible was smothering tithe no, I didn't say that was terrible. I'm not backtracking. I'm pretty sure I'm you said just, it was terrible, Ryan. I'm, I'm saying that it's not as good as everybody thought it was because you're going to have to wait at least until your next turn for it to pay you anything. Sorry, at least two opponents' turns for them to pay you anything. No, no, because it costs four. No, it's, it's good, four man. Four people have to draw cards before yeah, it, it pays for itself. It's super good. And you're still down a card until you, unless you can cash a treasure in at less than four mana for the card you're playing with the four treasures it's good it's very good it's super good it's very good i i undersold it for the, sure the metric is definitely like when you look at it the way you did like the cost to reward ratio i'm, is, I'm evaluating the card correctly but for some reason it doesn't it no, can't, can, cannot compute it's not how it works it's a good ass <laughs> card dude it's just freaking good stupid edh i hate everything <laughs> make bad cards good <laughs> Speaking of bad cards. Speaking of bad cards, let's talk about let's do this quick the quick deck tech. Oh yeah. Hey. All um, the rambling intro, we're gonna we're gonna tech a deck. We crammed a deck tech last week. I thought it might have been too fast. You were like, no, it's not too fast. Oh, it's fucking good. Um that's what he sounds like, everybody. That's my brando impression. Thanks. That's what it sounds like when Kyla imitates me too. <laughs> That's cause you're a curmudge. <laughs> Let us know on Twitter or YouTube or wherever you want to interact with us. Maybe Brandel's poll. Do you like the quicker deck techs than what we normally have done in the past? Because I'm I'm down to slam a deck out in like 20 minutes and just skip over half of it. Just get right to the goods. Just get right to the good shit. Yeah, it's like watching the first few minutes on Pornhub. It's like, no, you just skipped it like five. <laughs> I don't care about why the pizza man's there. Yeah, and I don't care why there's a hole in the bottom of his box. <laughs> is, that, is that a... Re- Never mind. I was going to ask if that was a real yeah, thing. Yeah, just I don't, don't Google it. I don't want to know. Don't Google any of what we said. Who's the leader of this deck? I have no idea. Ghoul Caller Gisa. Oh, yeah, I did know that. Ghoul Caller Gisa is two things. One, a really cool creature. I'll read her in a second. And two, I think, I think, this is just me, the best looking woman on a magic card. Really? I just like goth chicks. It's my um, I feel like we've had this conversation before. No. Hannah Ship's Navigator was kind of up there for me. Um, she's, she's no Gisa. The Tyrese Nielsen one, though. <laughs> oh, those, those NFL players can really They're, hammer out that art. Yeah, for sure. They're, uh, they take special training to be a little bit more articulate. It helps them like balance on the field better. Yes. There's some sexy girls back in the day like uh, from Homelands and stuff, isn't there? No. Oh. No. There can be pretty ladies everywhere, but like just not as pretty as this one. Sure. Yeah. Let's give her a read. Sure. 
School Caller Gisa is a human wizard. She's a 3-4, and she has black, tap, sack another creature, colon. Put X-2-2 two, two black zombie creature tokens onto the battlefield where X is the sacrificed creature's power. So you sacrifice, let's, just as an example, you sacrifice a 6-6, six, six, you get six two twos. Yes. That doesn't even make sense. Make sure you're doubling the power on the field every time you sacrifice something. Yeah. Neat. You could swing with a 2-2 two, two goblin and they block it, or a goblin. Zombie. It's me, goblin. <laughs> yeah. I almost said goblin again when I went to <laughs> correct myself. You can swing with your 2-2 two, two zombie, sack them with Gisa, because they're blocked anyway, and just get two more 2-2s two, to replace the one that died. It's awesome. She's super good. Yeah, yeah, she is. She's she's in my uh, my Ho Daddy deck that I've drafted. Oh, she, is it for sack and Ho Daddy so you have more things to use to play Ho Daddy? I could if I wanted. <laughs> I'm on to you. So I feel like sacking Ho Daddy to her gives you the exact number of creatures that it takes. To play Ho Daddy again? To play Ho Daddy again, yeah. Never heard of it. <laughs> All right, let's, let's bunch a bunch of stuff together, and we'll talk about the deck. All right, so creatures, as we are wont to do, we're going to bunch a bunch of them together, hit on a couple of more interesting things. We have Cemetery Reaper, Death Baron, Lord of the Accursed, Lord of the Undead, Undead Warchief. Those are all zombie lords. They give plus one, plus one, or plus two, plus one. In Undead Warchief's case, they cost three or four mana. All with other marginal effects. Yeah, they all they bring stuff back or Lord you know what? Lord of the Undead out. brings dead zombies back to your hand. That's pretty cool. Which is actually awesome. That's actually really sweet. Okay, what else we got? Okay, another critical card, and you'll see why in a few minutes. We have Archfiend of Ifnir. Yeah, okay, hold on. That's when you first started to call this like discard tribal and Liliana, I was like, okay, so is he gonna like use Liliana cards to like make me discard? No. No. No, you make yourself discard. Yeah. F my hand. Yeah, I hate my hand. Yeah, I don't want a hand. Yeah. Everybody has a hand. I don't want to I don't want to be the same as everybody else. Yeah. Throw yeah. my hand in the garbage. Balls that hand. Okay, good. Five four for five flying demon. Whenever you cycle or discard, put a minus one counter on each each creature your opponents control. Hell I love yeah. the word each in magic, hey? Me too, yeah. As long as it's not me. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's you and each of your creatures are opponents. Yeah, not of mine, yeah. So he's he's very cool. Okay, and, and I, n- not notably not a zombie, but he's a five four flyer for five, which is a good rate with a relevant like upside. Yeah, the well the effect is critical to the deck. Yeah, it's very good. So like if that was an enchantment for five, would you still play it? Hell yeah! So it's just a five four flyer that I mean makes it v- more vulnerable. It's more vulnerable because effect is really good. I don't know if it's more vulnerable though. Like if it was an enchantment. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, Everybody was... plays destroy target enchant or destroy target permanent. So yeah, I mean, I whatever. Everybody's on it now, I guess. Hey, what else do we have that's of interest? We have mostly your typical black creature stuff. We have like a Magus and a Gary and a Grave Digger and a Grave Titan and all those things. I guess. What do we want in our graveyard? Like, maybe, if we're going to be discarding things, maybe we want Hack on Stromgold Scourge. Uh yeah. Shout out to we just did that guy. Shout yeah. out to Fen Bogarty. Yeah, man. I totally took the combo that he uses. Listen, what episode was that? Do you remember? 120. So if you go back and listen to episode 120, we go over the combo that this guy rolls with kind of in detail. Yeah. yeah. You can only cast him from your graveyard, right? Correct. So if you discard him to give to like to get some effect by discarding, then you can cast him. He's a 3-3 three, three for 3? Three? 3-3 three, three for 3. Okay. He's he's pretty sweet, and then there's a combo with him with like Corlash and Hack on, and I got them both in there. It's sweet, sweet. So that yeah. is like CCO Nation inspiring 
Brando. Actually, that combo and me trying to find a deck to build around it is why this deck exists. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, cool. Fen Bogarty, uh, Arc of Audience 2.0, I believe. Yep. Yeah, FM. FM in the A. Yeah. FM in the A. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, last creature, just because it is kind of a theme in the deck as well, we have Liliana, Heretical Healer. That's a 2 3 for 3 with lifelink. Whenever another non token creature you control dies, you exile Lily and return her flipped as a planeswalker, and you get a 2 2 zombie. She comes back as Liliana, Defiant Necromancer, the best-looking Lily. Again, not to judge on appearances, but definitely my favorite in appearance. Oh, I'll be judging. I think Jankface Lily, for as much as we beak her. All right. You know what, though? Jankface Lily, she looks like she's shorter than other Lilianas, like in stature. What's the perspective? You're the artist, man. You should know all about that. Yeah. New Magic Card Altar auction every Thursday on our Facebook page. Dang. <laughs> Got there. <laughs> every time. So Liliana Defiant Necromancer is a three loyalty planeswalker plus two. Each player discards a card. Hell yeah. Minus X return target non-legendary creature card with converted mana cost X or less to play. That seems pretty good when you're discarding your whole hand. Yep. And minus eight, you get an emblem with whenever a creature dies, return to the battlefield under your control at the beginning of the next end step. You will probably never see that happen ever. Yeah, because you're going to reanimate the card you discarded with her minus X. Or you're, she's just going to get her whole face slapped off just yeah. right now. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's probably more accurate. That's a thing that happens. So those are kind of the interesting creatures. I also play a Rotting Regisaur. No, oh, the Reg. New from M20. It's Who a, wants to be a millionaire? It's a 7-6 for three. And I've had better. It says discard a card at the beginning of the next upkeep. Or yeah, on your upkeep, it, sorry. It does say discard a card on it. That's for sure. Oh, baby. Yeah, the Rotting Reach. Hey, shout out to Phyrexian Delver in there, too. Just just throwing that out there. He's a zombie. He's the only Delver I'm interested in playing in EDH. Just throwing that out there, too. I dig that. Should we do some instants? You have one instant I, in this deck? I have one instant, and he, it, it's played with Hack-On, because Hack-On says you can play knights from your graveyard. Yeah, and this is Nameless Inversion. It is a shapeshifter tribal. Yeah. So, so it's, it's every creature type. And it gives plus three, minus three to a creature for black one. So I just have infinite removal from my graveyard as long as I have Hack-On. Yeah, you, you got minus three toughness for black one. Yeah. So minus six toughness for black, black two. That's gonna get things. You can a couple of times. You'll you'll get stuff. Yeah, or you could just pump your whole team for every two mana you have, as long as they have more than three toughness. That too so it acts as like a pseudo kind of crappy, but not really crappy overrun. Because I'm sure you're playing like Cabal Coffers and stuff to have big mana, right? Absolutely, I am. Of course. Yeah, okay. I am. okay, I can dig it. I can dig it. Now, I have a few more sorceries, but most of them are fairly you'd expect them. I think I like every one of these sorceries. I'll read them all, and then you can tell me which ones are sweet. Sure. Or tell me what they all do. Well, just, I'll read the name. You give them a quick rundown of what they do. Let's bang through them real sure. fast. Army of the Damned. Eight mana, 13 zombies. Ten mana, 13 more zombies with flashback. Beseech the Queen. Search for something that costs equal to your lands? Yeah. Yeah. Damnation. Kills all the things. Mutilate. Also kills all the things. Yehenny's expertise. Also kills all the things. And then you get a three drop from your hand for free. Shh, don't care. Patriarch's bidding. Brings all the dead things back. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the? F what? And okay. zombie apocalypse. Also brings dead things back, right? Return all zombie cards from my graveyard to play. Tapped. Then destroy all humans. I just like the flavor of that. That's just yeah. Cool. You know, I, both of those last two, like Patriarch's bidding and zombie apocalypse, you just, like Patriarch's bidding, you choose 
zombie, then you get all your zombies back. And zombie apocalypse, you just get all your zombies back. So if you have a ton of creatures and gray merchant in your graveyard and you cast that, you probably just win. Pretty cool, hey? Yeah. I've done Gary, sacrifice Gary, reanimate, sacrifice, reanimate, like four times in a turn. Uh, 120-some Gary trigger. Nice. Yeah, so 121, everybody loses, and I gain that much life. Everybody loses, though, so yes. who cares? Yes, everybody loses is yeah, the point exactly. I'm trying to make. Die, die, die. Sweet. Yep. Okay, Enchants. There's some neat ones. Yeah, I like all of these, too. I, I'm not so high on the first one, even though I had a really good story from last week, but I like all of these so far. Let's 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 bang through those quick. I also like how they're all the old arts or old frames or no, you're scrolling down. No, I'm disappointed. Yeah. Well, some of them didn't come in old frames. You just cut those cards and play 94 cards. <laughs> all right. Let's do these fast again. Black market. Get lots of mana. Bottomless pit. Discard a card at random. At the beginning of each player's upkeep, they discard a card at random. Yeah, everybody does that. So now I'm coming after your hand too. I'm Hell okay yeah. with this. Contamination. What the fuck? This makes all land tap for black. Yes. One black. Just black. Just black. So it's like super Yogmoth or Urborg Tomb of Yogmoth. Yes. Super Urborg. It costs black too, and you have to sacrifice a creature, right? Yeah. You know what I like? That's sick flavor. I just realized you're sacrificing a creature just like into the well of a castle, and then it's just contaminating all the water. Yeah. And it just makes all the water black. It's awesome. That is so cool. It's so excellent. So it's land denial for everybody. So all those cards that they're discarding, they just bottomless pit just gets them. Yeah. And I don't care because I want black anyway. Yep. I have decaying soil. Okay. So black, black one at the beginning of your upkeep, remove the remove a card in your graveyard from the game. Whenever a non-token creature is put into your graveyard from play, you could pay one. If you do, return that card to your hand. I know that this was in a deck that we played, like now, the, the, the hack on Blackblade card. That's part of the uh, Core Lash combo. Again, if you want to know what that is, episode 120. Episode 120. We go deep as hell on it. Got there. Next card, Desolation. Desolation. I just talked about this card the other day. This is an enchantment. They're all enchantments, Ryan. Black, black, one. At the end of each turn, each player who tapped a land for mana during that turn sacrifices a land. Hell yeah. If it's a plane, uh, they take two damage. Yeah. So you can only tap during your own turn is what that says. Well, you can, no, because at the end of your turn, you have to sacrifice a, man, a land too. It's it's painful, Ryan. Oh, yeah. Desolation is just what it says. <laughs> <laughs> I have an endless ranks of the dead. That gives you a zombie for half the number of zombies you have, right? Yes. So every turn you get half as many more zombies. And these next two I really, really like a lot. Gibbering Descent. Six mana? At the beginning of each player's upkeep, that player loses one life and discards a card. If you're hellbent, skip your upkeep, and it has madness. So if you're going to discard it, you can pay for four instead of for six. Yeah. It's so good. And then... Once it's in play, once I'm all effed up, I, I, I don't have to... You don't, don't have, have to, to lose a anymore. life. Yeah, it's so good. Null Profusion. Oh, baby, I love this card. This is a color-shifted recycle. Yes, sir. This may or may not be going into the Ho Daddy deck. I can say this because I'm trusting you not to hate draft it. Okay. And I already have drafted it if it's Tuesday when everybody else is listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> so this is six mana. Skip your draw step. Your maximum hand size is two, but whenever you... 
play a card. It's cast a spell. No, it's play a card. No. Yeah, it includes your land. When you play your land for turn, you draw a card. Neat. Yeah, dude. Null Perfusion is the real deal. Whenever you play a card, draw a card. Super good. Yeah, I very much like that. Oppression. Three mana. Whenever a player successfully casts a spell, that player discards a card. That includes you. Yes. Yes. But I don't care. That's what I want to do anyway. Yep. Tortured existence. Discard a creature. Return a creature to your hand. Waste not. Whenever an opponent discards a card, a creature, you get a zombie. Whenever they discard a land, you get black, black. Whenever they discard a non-creature, non-land, you draw a card. It's good with all the discarding going on. Yeah, it's two mana for that, eh? Three, I think. No, two. Oh, it is two. Jesus. You, you make the card that. three was what that was, I think, right? I think so. Sure. That's good stuff. Yeah. All right, let's talk about some arties real fast. I love a good arty. Ashes of the Fallen. I have no idea what that does, it and I just don't even care. Comes into play, makes all your things in a graveyard, in your graveyard, the creature type of your choice. You choose knight, and then you can play all your stuff in your graveyard as long as you have hack on. Neat. It's cool. Then we got a bunch of standard stuff. We've got Caged Sun, Crucible of Worlds, Gear to Port Order, Re-Expedition, Illusionist Bracers, Mirage Mirror, Sol, Ring, Swift Foot Boots, Death Render. It's... Death Render, I think, combos with something too, doesn't with it? With Core Lash. That's another part of the Core Lash combo. Again, episode 120, if you want to go deep on that yeah, one. Do it. Do Gear, it. Gear up or Ori is of, is of note, I think, in this deck because you're going to have no cards in your hand. So you can draw three back. Okay, and well, play them. just read it. People are more familiar with Vidalcan Ori. <laughs> Gear Report Order is an artifact for four. Each player can play an additional land on each of their turns. At the beginning of each player's upkeep, if that player has no cards in hand, that player draws three cards. You can layer your upkeep effects so that you can always draw the three without having to discard. And you can also layer it so if your opponent's going to draw three, they have to draw the three. You're talking about like them. the other day, like we you had a bottomless pit with a Gear Report Orrery out, and you would layer so you would discard nothing. Because you had no cards in hand, and then you would draw three. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's good. It's a cool card in this particular deck. And then Illusionist Bracers doubles your Gisa triggers. Oh, yeah. It's good. Mirage Mirror is, again, just good. So if you want to, like, quadruple your Gisa triggers, <laughs> yeah. just make it a Illusionist Bracers. Yeah, I never yeah. found that. That's pretty good. So those are the artifacts. Actually, you would just triple them because you just activate the thing and activate the thing. Yeah. Nah, it just triples it. It's, it's still good. good. It's fine. <laughs> and then we've got... Planeswalkers. Some P-dubs. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that they're all Lilianas. They are all Lilianas. You know, now that we're looking at all of them, they're all sexy. They're great. They, they're just yeah, great. They did a good job with Liliana, except for, I don't, I don't know why they made her cross-eyed. I don't know. On the most expensive card in the whole list, why is she goddamn cross-eyed? Explain that to me, Ryan. You can't do it. You can't explain Maybe it Maybe it's me. just the angle. There's no explanation You know, I think that I like Liliana Death's Majesty. You know, I like, They're I all, like good, man. all of them. Yeah. They're all great. Liliana of the Dark Realm is pretty skinny. We are not judging. Yeah, she spent too much time in the swamp, which is what she does. Yeah, she was swimming too much. Yeah. Lost too much weight doing cardio. <laughs> <laughs> the Lilianas in the deck I'm playing are Liliana of the Dark Realm. She finds you swamps. Yep. Lilia, Lily of the Valley or Liliana of the Vale. She makes everybody discard the card. She kills creatures, and that's about it. Who cares what her all? You know what the best Liliana in this deck is? Which one? OG Liliana Vess. Liliana Vess is a target player discards a card or a tutor to the top of your library. Yeah, so it's target player discards a card. That could be you, um, or you just tutor whatever you want to the top of your deck. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's not too bad at all. Then we have Liliana Death Majesty. She makes zombies and mills you, which is fine. 
That's, yeah, I mean, if you want to get milled, that's kind of like the same as just discarding. It's just yeah. random discard, sort of. She also gets you creatures back from your graveyard to your hand, and if you can get to her ultimate, she destroys all the non-zombies. That's all you got. It's pretty good. Yeah. Then I got Liliana Deathhorde General. She draws you cards. She makes you zombies. She makes players sacrifice creatures, so you draw more cards. She is ridiculous. In yeah, the she might be the best Liliana in the deck. She is outrageous. <laughs> the other day I was like, I'm looking down the barrel of two indestructible angels that are just big enough to pub stomp my whole face in. And you just go minus four, sack you two angels. I'll draw two cards. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Also, you two guys sack two guys too. I'm going to draw for that. And I'm going to sack two guys. I'm going to draw for that too. That's excellent. Don't even care if I'm discarding stuff. And then maybe I think the most underrated one, I think, is Liliana Untouched by Death. This is the M19 one. Because her ultimate, which she has when she comes into play. Yeah. Minus three, you may cast zombie cards from your graveyard this turn. She costs four, and you just minus three, or she goes to one loyalty. Then if you've got extra mana left over, you just cast a zombie from your graveyard. Or if you have a bunch of mana, like because you have Cabal Coffers and stuff, you just play them all. Yeah, so what's the chain there? Like, do you, do you cast, like, a, who knows, a Grave Digger? to get your Gary back, and then you cast a Frexian Delver to get, like, your Grave Titan back, and then you cast the Gary from your hand because you have, like, 15 mana because you got Cabal Coffers, and then everybody just, like, takes 20. Just eats shit. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? I suppose not? you need big mana, but you know what? That's why we call him Big Daddy Black. Let's yeah. look at the lands because, I mean, you got to run a certain... You have to run a certain package, right? And that package looks like... Bajukabog, Cabal Coffers, I play a City of Shadows, Crypt of Agadim, Deserted Temple, Ebon Stronghold, Evolving Wilds, Lake of the Dead, Nykthos Shrine to Nyx, Petrified Field, Phyrexian Tower, Scavenger Ground, Strip Mine, Swamp, Terramorphic Expanse, and Urborg Tomb of Yawgmoth. Why the Terramorphic Expanse? Why not the Terramorphic Expanse? It could just be another swamp that doesn't come into play tapped. I guess. Yeah. Yes, it could be. You know what? The the big mana package I was specifically talking about, of course, is Phyrexian Tower. No, of course. Let's start with Cabal Coffers because that's like the one, right? That's the one. You two and tap, get a black for each swamp you control. Crypt of Agadium because it gives you a black for each creature in your graveyard. Deserted Temple makes you untap target land. Lake of the Dead. Nykthos Shrine to Nyx gives you a black for your devotion to black. And... Urborg Tomb of Yawgmoth. And Phyrexian Tower, I guess. Yeah, Phyrexian Tower is pretty good. Do you got an Urborg in here? Right there. Oh, yeah. And I think you probably said that too. I did. Yeah. yeah. Urborg, because then everything's a swamp. So your Cabal Coffers just counts yeah. everything. It taps for a billion, and then you can untap it with your Deserted Temple to tap it again for a billion more. Yeah. Why not Cabal Stronghold? Is that the one? I only own one of those, and it's in Hirobi. Ah, uh, yes. Mm. Yep, that would be a good one to pick up in Vegas, maybe. And maybe I could grab one of those. Yeah. They're cheap, I think, still. Yeah, head over to the face-to-face booth, huh? See what I did yeah. there? Because it is significantly just not as good. People say, oh, just run it instead of Cabal Coffers. It is not the same. It, it isn't is the same, the but same. it's like it's like $60 better in my pocket for like yeah. buying beer. Yeah, I guess. it's That's, like, that's good, It's right? like four beers in Vegas. Yeah, but I mean, that's still four beers. <laughs> yeah, four beers is four beers is four beers, right? It's like 10 beers if you're not on the strip. <laughs> but then you might have like four broken beers stuck into your stomach. Yeah, that's a thing that can happen too, <laughs> dang. So we did a deck. That's the whole deck. What do you think? Are, like Now that we've looked at it again, it's packed full of lilies. 
There's got to be a Lily and Pack joke in there. Are you going to pack Lily in your backpack? Don't Google any of that. <laughs> um, are you going to bring it? What do you think? You know, does this make the mono black um, cut line over Hirobi? Maybe. It's fun. I like it. Because you do need a jank deck still. I do need a garbage deck. I think that this could be it. I don't. I think that this could be it. This oh. deck. I'm, I'm excited about this deck, and I think that other people will appreciate it as well. It does something that's unconventional. Because it's mono black. It's the best mono color. And it's cool. And it's not. I don't think it's broken. And it's not there to just fuck your life up. Yeah, you know what I like about mono black, sort of like tribal zombie. Mine does it too with um, Balthor the Defiled. It can win by comboing you to death. But if it doesn't take that route, it just goes like zombie beatdown. And it's just going to beat your ass for a few turns with like big dudes and lots of lords. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So we did a deck. What about card, card of the, of the week. Week. week? What you said. <laughs> you you were just highlighting Yixila Jailer. I don't know if that's the card of the week, but you know, that guy just saw a bump in price because my boy ho daddy is terrorizing modern right now and yixila jailer is cards in graveyards lose all abilities to two one for one and a zombie hey and he's a zombie wizard yeah two one for one or two one for two i like him i maybe is he too expensive to be card of the week i don't think so no it's it's like five bucks if you get the one from future site six bucks if you get uh Oh no, five bucks to get the one, and then if you want like a promo one, it's like seven trillion. Yeah, it's the uh, it's uh, it's five fifty for the future site one. If you want to get that foil, you're looking at about twenty three bucks, which is like two hundred and ninety one Canadian. If you want the promo one, if you're lucky enough to be just be playing in future site and you just got them, they are about thirty dollars. Yeah. That's a lot of money. You know, I like the not promo art better. I actually really do too. I don't mind like the future site, like the future shifted card frame. I like it too. It just makes that card look unique. And for five bucks, you can turn off all cards in all graveyards. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Cards in graveyards lose all abilities. No more flashback. Yeah. That's a thing too. Amonkhet thing. No more dredge. None of that crap. Maybe we'll be talking about some of that like in a potential C19 set review one of these days. Uh, who can say? Yeah, I don't know. But <laughs> Yixla Jailer, yeah, there it is. Card so, of the week. Card of the week. So that's the deck. That's my decks. Maybe So so far, the tertiary list is going to be the choice that CCO Nation makes for me between Stax, Traxa, and Hirobi. Then I'll bring my Jank deck, which is Liliana, Discard Your Hand, Zombie Tribal. And I'll roll with Norin and Omnath. That's what you're leaning at that's, right now. That's what I'm looking at right now for Vegas. I think that's probably if anybody else. I, I heard that Lenny wanted to take another shot at Sliver Queen. Oh, yeah. I don't like know. against it or with it. Against it. Against it. So, good luck. But uh, maybe I'll bring her. I don't know. Who knows what I'm going to end up doing? Maybe I'll just bring more. I don't know. There it is. It all comes down to how much I want to carry on to the airplane. Man, I am so pumped. I'm so pumped to finish this arc. The The culmination, the completion of this arc will be beating wholesale ass at the Vegas Rotisserie. I am actually excited to to get away and just kind of not have to not beat wholesale ass. <laughs> I don't know what I'm excited to do. Just everything. I'm excited for everything. I'm excited for the whole trip. I'm excited to see all of you guys. I'm excited to just spend some time with my friends and do the, the Vegas experience again. I have a better idea of what I'm in for this time, so I think that I'm going to have... 
a tremendous time. And I think all of you will, too, if you're going. And if you're not going, maybe make plans for next year because it's going to be a lot of fun. Or make plans to go to whatever other Magic Fest that we have planned to go to. The schedule isn't out yet, but when it is, we'll be planning. Yes, plans are good. And MF and things are pretty good anyway. Yeah, I love MF and... <laughs> so that's it for us. Remember to check out facetofacegames.com. They're Canada's biggest magic store. Thank you all for being here. And we're going to be back, I don't know, probably what, like next Tuesday? Something May- like that. With maybe a Commander set review. I don't know. I'm not really high on it. Yeah, but, but yeah. whatever we're going to do, we're going to do it on the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! Ooh.